Tune on the podcast. We're already recording. Oh yeah, yeah. That's oh, how I do it. We'll probably cut in right about now. Oh yeah, because it's not live, huh? Well, it's it's live. It's live to tape. <laughs> live to tape. It's live to tape. Are people listening to it like strangers? No, right now this is this is live. This is we are live right now. We're in the moment. Do you think there's any strangers listening? Well, there's some strangers. Not maybe not not here right now. <laughs> not here right now. Not listening. Welcome, Chris Pontius. Chris Pontius, baby. Welcome, welcome. Whoa. Welcome, Chris Pontius. How come you're talking, but there's no. Was that you talking? That was me talking. Your lips weren't moving. That was me talking, but my lips weren't moving. I'm going to turn my cell phone and pager off. Turn your cell phones and pagers off. And get the shit away. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the beginning of of uh, this is the beginning of the podcast. Listening to live to tape. Listening to live to tape with Johnny Pemberton, a special guest today, as always. But some are more special. This is very special. Just remind you a few things real quick before we get started. Live to tape podcast at gmail.com. There you go. You got that. We also got uh, visit our Amazon portal at fatal.com. Hello? 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 Don't Reaver. forget to subscribe, rate, and review Reaver. the podcast. <laughs> Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. You're listening to Feral Audio. Hmm? Audio. Feral Audio. Can you give me a little slap back echo too? So it's like... Whoa, the reverb's rad. Welcome, Chris Pontius. Chris, Chris, Pontius, 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 Chris. All right, we're here, man. This is it. Say la vie. Hello, Johnny. Hey, Chris. Thanks for being here. <laughs> How are you? Good. I haven't seen you in a few weeks, haven't I? Yeah, I haven't seen you since the big pool party. Yeah, the, the, big, old, the big old dip, the big old dipper. It's weird seeing you in America sometimes. I know, well, isn't that weird? Because uh, listeners, we met in South Africa. That's yeah. where we first were like, hi, how's it going? <laughs> That's where we were. Watch that. It's a music stand, so it might do a little tip. Oh, it's a little slant. Yeah. Huh? I got to balance it. Yeah, okay. But, do, you, uh, do you miss Africa? I do and I don't. You know, I feel like we spent a lot of time there. <laughs> like, I spent a good, enough time. I spent enough time in Africa, I think. There's a lot of stuff I miss. I miss the quality of the eggs. Oh, yeah. I feel like that was pretty good. I miss... Um, the food's good there. Food was pretty good. The stuff that was good was really good, and the stuff that wasn't was was bad. Really bad. <laughs> I did, don't know. Do, do you think? Do you think um, it's likely that you'll you will get another? I'm sorry, I'm, I'm interviewing you now. No, um, I, this is great. Is, I, do you think you'll, you'll, goes. you'll if you, if you get another chance to do a, another movie that's filmed there? Would you go? I would go, but I I would. I, it depends. I'd have to have um, the ability to fly out Brit. For multiple times, or for the whole time, yeah. Um, I'd have to. There are a couple things I have to change, but I don't know. Also, I don't know if I could do three months, man. We did for a long time. Yeah, three it, months is a long time to be anywhere. It is. It's a long time. It's a long time to be in the southern hemisphere. It's a long time to be in, <laughs> in the, a third world country. That's it, like. It helps to have have like, like, your family with yeah. you, like. If you had your girlfriend with you, it, right. it it would change it a lot. 
Definitely. I think it would. But the thing is, our dog is for like family. Yeah, I have. That was what I missed. The yeah. only thing I missed was my dog. Yeah, and our dog. I don't think they would. They might let the dog there. I don't think our dog would be. That's a fucking bitch. You can't to take it. You've taken animals. I've long taken animals. Yeah, yeah. Like, I've taken like three dogs to Europe and back. Right. In a, in a, it's gnarly. <laughs> <laughs> like one one time, like I, I couldn't take their, the some of them were pit bulls and and I right. couldn't take them on a plane, and you can't take them over a certain amount of hours straight. So I they can't fig- hang because they're in the, they're in the steerage compartment, right, or something. Where are they're, they? I, they're in like some mid, like midway department. Yeah, it's midway. It's like, yeah, <laughs> live bait. Yeah, like like if they're flying a horse, like wherever they'd put the horse. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh I had to like like figure out what plane like certain planes can take the the right side. I had to figure out plane models and oh, stuff. That's right, you did a research, right? You it was the gnarliest that. it was the craziest thing I ever figured out. Because you're trying life. to figure out um what was the thing with the plane models? You're trying to figure out how they'd it, be the most comfortable or no, something. No, no, no. Like the size crate, like they they gotta be a certain certain models to, yeah. to fit them in their storage thing. So they can move so the animal's comfortable. It's just so, so they can they fit, fit them. It's just oh. the rules. And, Jeez. But yeah, it. I don't recommend it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it seems like a big pain in the ass. We had some friends who had to move to Japan. They had to bring their dog, and it like has to go on quarantine for like three quarantine for three months. Yeah, th- there's like a lot of places. There's alternatives to that now, right. but you've got to like plan it out a year in advance. But yeah, but fuck them. Like yeah, j- just don't bring your dog to Africa. Yeah. <laughs> They've got dogs there. <laughs> they have dogs. What's they have some rad dogs. But you they know, do. like how like a lot of people in Africa, like if if you have a nar like a big dog, like like they're scared of them because like if if people have like a big gnarly dog, it's for guarding. It's not yeah, just for it's like, not like a cool people don't dog. have Rottweilers and stuff for fun. Like <laughs> like um so like like a lot of people want to like be even like people that you wouldn't think would be afraid of them. They're afraid of them. Those dogs that we were working with. They should be right. They should be, I mean, yeah. So a lot of people, some people aren't for, afraid enough of dogs. Yeah. They're not like, I guess there's like the weird thing. I always think there's a, there's a line you walk where you're not so much afraid, you're respectful. Well, like in, in, like, in my job in the past, I realized. What was that job? Well, <laughs> well one of. Um, I love talking to you like, sort of like, I'm sorry, we just met. Could you describe what this job was? Well, listeners, the like, job the job that I have in mind right now is, <laughs> was um, my job on Wild Boys, right. which was like you know that was your show, basically like a nature show, and in, in a I travel around, it was travel around like and do it wasn't just nature, but a lot of stuff with animals, and and um, at the very beginning there was you know we were doing something with sharks or something, and and um, you realize like there's the people, there's brave people, and then there's the stupid people. Like, yeah, there's a difference. There is, and it's a it's weird. It's a fine line, like. And he's like, oh, this guy's so brave, you know, like, and then you realize the guy's just an idiot. Right. You know, and, and, and it's weird. Yeah. So, I mean, the idea is to, you know, not be an idiot. Yeah. Cause you got to go on to like, know what the, oh, know what the dimensions are of the, of the cage you're about to, or sort of. Or ju- yeah, just every, like, you should, you should make a game plan, like, and kind of understand the animal. Like, right. and you know what I regret, like on Jackass was, was uh, like I was, I never like the one animal I'm. I really like didn't was never comfortable with is bulls. Like they're they're because they're, they're not like normal animals. Like their behavior is just they're just they're domestic animals and they're just you know they'll breed these ones and they're just pissed off. Like and this guy's this guy fucking hates people. Yeah, exactly. This guy, oh look out! Okay, this guy right here, we named him Witch Hazel because he's Witch like Hazel. he's like we don't even know. We just, he just he just doesn't like anything. He you look at him wrong. 
He'll bite his own toe off. <laughs> well, Don't like, look at him. They go out like the Spanish fighting bulls. Like they're they're bred like for just being mean, and and they're they're smaller than the ones you ride. They but, are. Yeah. Okay. They're like pit. They're like pit bulls. Bulls. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, they they're like. Literally, they're literally pit bulls. They go out like. Like, I've done stuff with, like, half Spanish bulls, and they're, like, you know, way meaner than normal ones. And then the full Spanish bulls are noticeably crazy. Like, they yeah. they just attack every inanimate object even, you know, like. They're just pissed. Yeah, they just want to kill everything. Well, and, what, they just want, they, is it because they want to fuck, or what, why are they so pissed? They just like to smash things. Okay. It's like, that's what they enjoy doing. They just, <laughs> it's like their, like their bite reflex. You don't see, a, like, a smile good. on their face. But like it's just like that's what they do. Like that's just their thing. <laughs> yeah. And and um and it's amazing. Like though they, oh, they will just they they're so committal about like when they're like ramming something. And I've seen someone get killed by a bull. Really? I, I'm pretty sure someone. they died. Yeah, in Mexico. Oh shit. It was like it was kind of like this one village's like version of a running of the bulls mm-hmm. thing. But it was terrible. Like like we were in this corral and um and uh, everyone like basically was like running around crazy with this bull. First, they have this bull in a corral, and they run around, and they basically taunt it, you know, and get chased by it. And and then they let the bulls out of the corral, and, you know, runs around town. And yeah. it's just their thing in this, it's like this cattle town. And, and um, this guy eventually got, he got caught. Like, the bulls, they were, it was, like, fucking ridiculous, though. Like, it, the bull had had enough, and he caught this guy and, and just swang him up in the air. It's a scoop, right? They do, like, a scoop. Scooped thing. him right up. <laughs> Like a rag doll. Yeah. And then caught him in the air with oh. all his horns and smashed him up. And then one of the guys, we, JP, that you yeah. you know, that worked with us, right. he like did the rodeo clown thing. And got, he got was the, a rodeo clown? No, but he, oh, he today, did, that oh, he day did he was. For that, for the show. Yeah. No, it wasn't planned out. He was trying to save the guy. Oh, and he, shit. he like, you know, waved his arms in front of the bull and got the bull to go after him. Damn. To, to get out. Because the guy, the bull was just like camped out on the guy. <laughs> right. And, and um, you know, you see... They they took him off in an ambulance and you know first I heard that he got he died and and then a guy that we were working with said that he didn't but I think he was just saying that he didn't to um you know so morale would stay high yeah but yeah it he was just got gored yeah and and yeah so I'm but then later on like on the second movie at the at the intro we filmed this big thing with bulls and and it's like everyone gets wrecked by a bull like right. in, in a different way and my thing was like this bull comes running out. And the idea was for it to to like um, ram me and smash me into like this little right. like, swimming pool, and, and I I planned it out that time like the way a rodeo clown this does. This is Jackass Three, right? This is Jackass Two, actually. Oh, it was okay. And it was like to Ennio Morricone music at the beginning, mm. and and um, I thought it out like the way a rodeo clowns do, and watched them, and and so like when it would come ram me, I just would jump with it, you know, uh-huh. and and it worked out fine. And that was a half Spanish bull, and in it, it it was. Flawless, like so. Oh yeah. <laughs> Play. Do you have Ecstasy of Gold? Oh, I don't know. I might have it. I don't know if I have that one. I think I've got Fistful of Dollars. That's a great tune. Which is it's it's in the same it's in the same yeah. oeuvre. Oh yeah. Yes. You um. <laughs> your drink's about, your drink's just about to spill, I think, because that music stand's tilted. It's tilted. Hello. Um. God, I've been I've been running my mouth. Hello. What is that? Whoa. Monster voice. It's like a like when you're talking about a crime. Yeah. I was a I robbed 
I robbed a lot of banks around the Boston area for years. Talk more about the banks you robbed. It makes you, it makes you almost talk like that when you... Yeah, it makes, it's the way when you hear your voice a certain way. What's the control on that? What do you do? I can do anything you want it to do. Is it, is it an EQ thing? It's sort of an EQ, I guess it depends what you consider to be EQ. What's the button say? I mean the little knob. This knob, this slider right here says format. Format. So, sing, say, do some singing, ready? There's oh, just one type of man you can trust that's a dead man. <laughs> or a gringo like me. They can also do this. Say some stuff. Hello, around. hello, hello. Hello, hello, I'm the best rapper. <laughs> 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 this is great too. If you do some singing now, I can give you this. Hello. 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 Whoa. God. We should start a group. Started a group, and here we are. Kicking it just for you. <laughs> uh, see, this is an older model, and I'm having trouble using it because it's it's got some some problems with it, but it works pretty good. I just have to roll off the EQ on this one. It, it still works pretty good. It's still like when you go downtown, you can still get a pretty good discount if you go to the right stores, but pretty much we're not playing there anymore because we had a problem because Jeremy kept getting lost in the stalls because he was such a big, he had such a thin penis and he got caught <laughs> like a rope in the grates down downtown. 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 Oh my god. This is downtown. Yes, yeah, so you're talking about these bulls. You would jump up to avoid the bulls, right? <laughs> I have a question. Yeah, go for it. Um, do you still have um do, do you still have your asp, your weapon, your your collapsible Oh yeah, I got it. Expandable baton. Yes, I still have it. That was I, we I should should we take the effects off first? Yeah, here we go. Yeah. This is interesting. Uh, <laughs> I still have my, my collapsible baton that you gave me in South Africa, known as an asp or also known as a, what do you call them? I mean, I just couldn't know it as a collapsible baton. Yeah. I call them collapsible, and then I guess some people call them expandable, but they're like those ones that, like, I think cops use sometimes that you, like, you know, you whip your, your arm and, and they come out really long and, and you can... I, yeah. They're like... They make a great sound, like a... Yeah. It's a great sound. It's a sound that now when I do it, Britt gets nervous because she has PTSD from hearing yeah. that sound. Because yeah. when she was visiting South Africa, I kept, like, I would just idly, like, whip it out. Like, yeah. It sounds so good because it's all those little tubes locking in. So we like, carry these around wherever we'd go there because in case, like, you know, we had to, to, like, to not to get fight. knifed. Yeah, to not get knifed yeah. or whatever, you know, the crime was, was going to be done with. Mm -hmm. and, and, like, but then, you know, so, some of the people that we work with, they got they got um, robbed, right? Yeah, they got robbed in the daytime on a Sunday. Yeah, they they were asking for it, you know. I mean, like, I mean, yes and no. They they I think they walked. I think they knew that it wasn't really a good. I think they knew more than. I think they did know. I think you're you're overestimating the intelligence of people in their early twenties. Yeah, <laughs> it was. I just, I. I like yeah, I think they didn't expect it during the day, but like yeah. if, if I was a robber, like it was this area that that is like it's sketchy. It's a, it's a sketchy area. It's yeah. known to be like like sketchy, and but it's like a, a place where tourists go because it's like this really like historical neighborhood. So right. you're supposed to go in a group there, and it was right by our hotel. And yeah, they went and walked up to, to some place, and and you know some guy robbed him, and and. You know, I'd already armed them too. I'd given them. them. Oh, well, that's the problem. Is, but they didn't bring them. They didn't bring it. That's why I always like. I cannot believe every like like 
so many people, like, they have their weapons, but they don't fucking take them out. Uh-huh. Like, what good are they? Yeah, what's the point? But anyway, you know, it's it's probably good that in a way that, because if you're going to pull out, like, I give them pepper spray. Like, right. We don't use pepper spray because we are, um, because of pride. <laughs> you know, we use the more traditional, use like, Use the physical weapons. weapon, yeah. Yeah, because we're men, like, you know, we're more manly, like, but... I just or, think I would enjoy it more. I, pepper spray scares me because it's like a thing where I don't want to go off in my pocket. I yeah. feel like I can't depend on it. I know if I have a if I have a lead pipe, it's not going to yeah. become not a lead pipe in the hot sun yeah. or something like that. It's, it's like any be, weapon. You can't threaten someone with it. You just got to – I told all those it. kids – like because there was a, these young kids. I'm yeah. just explaining some of this in case people This like, is great. No, this is actually – what I want to talk about because it's so I feel like I can't talk about South Africa with hardly anyone without going into like do you have two hours to, yeah. to listen to all because you I, one thing is going to remind me of another thing which is going to remind me of another thing and it's going to be like what's oh, this it's good it's bad it's crazy it's weird it's this it's it's everything yeah it's like they're not like how people are always like how was South Africa I'm like <laughs> well it was uh, it was everything it was <laughs> yeah. all things totally yeah because yeah, it's not a short trip but you're but, saying how like yeah with well, the, the weapon when, yeah like it's hard to put your faith in something like pepper spray unless you've been pepper sprayed. Yeah. <laughs> and, and like You've been sprayed, right? Yes. Yeah. And uh, nothing has stopped me faster. Like, Oof. Like, it, I, I mean, I, I'm sure some pepper spray is better than others, but mm-hmm. apparently the stuff the cops use is pretty good. Yeah. Was it like, I remember, remember back when I was, like, back when I was a kid, well, when I was a, a younger person getting this magazine, like a catalog that had a lot of knives in it, and one of the things it had in it was some special a cop, like tear gas. Yeah. I remember, remember it had like a different name, but the name was like... Like Mace? Or? It, was Mace it was Mace, but they also called it like CN or... Oh, yeah. Some some special look, it came in a blue can, and it was like, this is what the cop... had like <laughs> a long description... We we went downtown and checked out all the army rangers and this long like super salesman-y description. Yeah. As if you're 12 years old, you're like I gotta have this, but yeah. oh, we can't ship to your state, so it doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. yeah, California doesn't allow a lot of shit. Too. Yeah. Like, but you know, a lot of countries like like Taryn got she foolishly like put her pepper sprays. She had like f- five. Like she had four, <laughs> and she, we gave her one that she put in her, her in her check-in. But she went. She was stopping through London's and she had. She had three of them on, like in her, like carry on. Oh man! Foolishly, yeah. Like, but like, they oh, don't allow God. it She's there lucky. at all. Like, and no, they, they, I. It's crazy that they let her on the plane yeah. though in Johannesburg or in in Cape Town with all her pepper spray. Oh, Cape Town, that security line, those guys didn't give a shit, man. Yeah, they oh, let her on a plane God. with three bottles of pepper spray. Oh, that was. I did not get a lot of uh, confidence in these the security. It was like they were. Talking, the, the security people were being so social, yeah, and also just, I can't remember what happened. I think someone gave them a bunch of money, like, I'm, I'm, you could bribe your way. You could definitely bribe. I, I've been, I, I was with with um, a guy I work with, and and he had something he wasn't supposed to have on the plane, and the guy like made him a bribe offer. Yeah, like, you could do that. And this you was in Mexico, it. but I mean, I think you can do it all over the world. <laughs> it's funny to think about that. All this security measures, all this crazy shit, like taking your fucking shoes off and stuff. Yeah. Let all, all you have to do is just come from a foreign country and just bribe the it's, people who don't give a shit. It's all just for show. Yeah. Like, it's to make people feel confident. Oh. I, I've, I've been, I was somewhere, I, I, I went, um, I was filming in, in Africa and mm. I, and I was first, I went through London and then, um, um, this was before. Oh, no, it was after 9-11. I can't remember, but, um, oh, yeah, it was. 
um, I went through um, um, like London and and I was I was in Kenya and then I was in Rwanda, and so I'd been on quite a few planes and and this is Wild Boys time. This right? is during Wild Boys, yeah. and I I like I fa- I realized that my big dive knife was in my backpack. Oh like, shit! And I I took it on so many planes. This big old Bowie knife thing. I I don't know what the fuck. I don't it's know so how. Weird. Accidentally, I left it in my backpack. Like yeah. Uh. I I don't know why the hell I didn't get caught. Well, probably because it wasn't shaped like a bottle of water. Yeah. Well, <laughs> if it's water, I then know. It's like, How dare you? What I are know. you doing? Water? We can't have water on an airplane. We on an airplane. When we were in an airport in Thailand, and they let um, Stevo like go through the X-ray machine. What do you mean, like like, like lay, lay down on the it? conveyor belt? They probably loved that. Yeah, it was in Chiang um, Chiang Rai, which. Is like way up north. It's it's kind of near the Burma border. It's not Shanghai. No. Oh wow. Okay. And not Chiang Mai either. There's a bunch of Chiang Mai. Yeah, that's the main that. city in the north of Thailand. <laughs> and and uh, Chiang Rai is another city up there, but it's right by Burma, or whatever the fuck they call it now. Um, it's not called Burma anymore. No, it's called. Um, I didn't know that. It it's ever since it, it became the dictatorship that it. I don't know what it, I think the country's kind of changed recently. It's called. Um, um, God, this is gonna drive me crazy, and I know it. I can, ah! We're making Google it. Oh yeah. yeah, no, yeah. Listeners, if you have the answer to what Burma is now, email us at live to tape podcast at gmail dot com. I can't even believe I don't. I've like, I'm having a blonde moment. A blonde. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Feral Audio. Huh? Oh my God. Live to tape podcast at gmail dot com. <laughs> to tape podcast. <laughs> Live, live, live to, to, to tape podcast, podcast at gmail.com. There you go. That was just a little interstitial, you know, a little, little breakup. I can't go any further until I figure this really? out. Really? Okay, here we go. I'm going to use my phone. I've got it right here. I'm going to do it. It's, I, didn't, I had no idea. Burma. If I just type in Burma. Myanmar. Myanmar. God, I'm Myanmar. I've heard, like... If you like ever do something bad here and, you, and, and it gets you a little bit of cash and you want to disappear, Myanmar is the place really? to go. How yeah. much cash need to disappear? You think? Oh, it's cheap. You like, know, like a couple I, thousand bucks. I, I saw a video. Oh, a couple thousand bucks. Yeah, right, ten k would do you for life. Oh yeah, easy. And and he, I saw like a, a film or a video of of them uh, carnival in in Burma, right? Myanmar, and it was it was like a Ferris wheel. It was a, a ferris wheel and it was operated not by electricity but by people <laughs> like the workers like would go and balance on it so they would make it go around wow. like in in that's how they made it go around like i'd like fucking love to see that i would pay to guys. see that oh my god it, it, i couldn't believe it like that's how they that's how they ran it no electricity like just balancing act yeah myanmar that would be kind of fun to disappear just to do it i mean isn't it, it's almost like illegal in a weird way to because it's like, well, I don't know how it works. I'm trying to think what I'd have to do to just, obviously I'd have to sever all my ties with people I love. I'd have to go there unless they went with me. Yeah. But then you'd have to. It, well, it's. I wonder it's, what you'd have to do. To disappear? Yeah. I wonder, But I wonder if there'd be any repercussions, like legally re, legal repercussions. What do you mean? With where? With if you America, were just to go America? to Myanmar. Yeah. Well, you normally don't. Oh, like with the Myanmar government? Yeah. Or no, with just with the United States Usually government. Usually when you disappear, 
They don't care. You don't have to live in America. Yeah, if, you don't have to but, live in America. You don't want to. But, like, usually if you want to disappear, you did something bad to yeah. you know, avoiding, like... But what if you didn't do anything bad? What if you're just, like... Oh, just you can wanna, do that. You're just tired. What's that old saying? Uh, um, <laughs> hell is other people? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what if you're just, like, I'm just tired of this. Out. Oh, yeah, yeah people wanna, do that. Right. I, 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 uh, I, um, I've been to some places, like... I don't know what it's like now, but I went somewhere, a friend of mine, before I was on TV, like, um, I we filmed the first season of Jackass, and I had, like, a few thousand bucks, and my friend was obsessed with, like, monster legends and stuff, and right. he wanted to go find, like, look for the Yeti, and made, like, wanted to make a documentary about it. And Where is the Yeti? It's in Tibet or something like that? Tibet, Nepal. Yeah, Nepal, okay. So he, like, talked to, like, some old man, like, some old, you know, safari dude type guy that, like, led the last expedition and hooked up with his, like, Sherpa, and... So we went, um, the, the, the old man didn't go with us, but we went like with a few of us, uh-huh. like with like the Sherpas that, that, you know, was guiding this old man. And we went like in the middle of nowhere and, and, um, and it wasn't, you know, your normal trekking place in Nepal. It was like, yeah, really, was it? it was actually, it was the trail to Makalel, which is the fifth biggest mountain in the world. And it was like often, it wasn't like, um, where I'll, I'll like, it wasn't a typical place to go. And, and, um, but we went. Like you know, we hiked for like ten days and Jesus. Like this is high this is high elevation, right? It it it's weird. It 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 like climbs quickly because the the Himalayas are like it'll go. It seems like almost sea level to right. like to you know like what like you know twenty eight thousand feet or whatever Jesus. you know like pretty fast because mm-hmm. um and so it's like tropical and then Nepal is like the south of it's tropical. Really? Yeah, totally. Like humid, tropical. Wow. And then all the way to you know, fuller. So full. all that stuff is just elevation. You're getting all that snow and stuff is all just from the elevation. Yeah, because India like crashed into Asia or something. Yeah. And it created them. <laughs> <laughs> something like that. Yeah. And and but like so there's like you go on these trails and like you know we this one main trail we were on like you know followed this river and you there's no roads it's too rugged and like so you see monkeys and water buffaloes and Jesus. then. And uh, you know, like, you don't see any other Westerners, but you, you, um, um, we saw some wild stuff, like, and it was so fun. And 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 um, how old were you at this point? You think you're pretty young? Because this is the first. Jackass? I was 26. Nice. It was right before when I, I think it aired while I was away. Oh, nice. I was there for like a month, and and um, yeah, you have to go there for a long time, right? Because it's so hard to get there. Yeah, and we were like, we were on like a trek, you know, like in a. I knew we weren't going to find the Yeti. Like, yeah. I never even, like, you know, believed we'd find it. Like, I just went because my friend, you know, need, someone, some other people had said he, they'd go with him, you know, like, dropped out, you know. So, and, and someone else I was with, like, wanted to go to Nepal. So I was like, oh, I'll go to. Did you ever read that book, A Walk in the Woods by Bill Bryson? I haven't read it, but. It's, but well, it's, it made me think about it because he's trying to find a person to go with him on this Appalachian Trail. And he he goes into his head, a bunch of different people. I think you ask a bunch of people, and of course, no one's available to go out for like, I don't remember how long. It's it's quite it's a it's big a, trail. Yeah, it's a couple of months, I think, or something. At least if you're yeah. his age at his skill level, take you gotta go really slow. But he ends up partnering up with some old buddy of his from high school or something, who was kind of a I don't want to say not not a near do well. He just sort of a like a loafer, like a yeah. real classic loafer, does no harm, but also kind of doesn't do. 
I think he was like a, was like a janitor or something. Probably like a that. rad guy, but probably yeah. you know a procrastinator. Yeah, rad guy, procrastinator, Relaxed likes guy. to smoke. A surfer type. Yeah, surfer type, but, but maybe sur- without the waves. Without the waves. Yeah. <laughs> without the waves. Surfer of cigarettes and TV. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just funny to think about. He ended up being the absolutely perfect per- partner because he was someone who like you didn't feel he didn't feel the need to talk to him. Yeah. It was someone who wasn't annoying. It was like this interesting thing to think about when you think about like a long expedition. Yeah. Who you go with? Sometimes you got to go with the person who either is seems like the least likely, or just if people the the person the best person to go with is the person who says the yes says the yes says yes the easiest. Yeah. Just like I'm just gonna go. Yeah, totally. Like it's not a big deal. I'm not like, oh, we gotta go. Oh no, I gotta do this. Gotta oh, do yeah. that first. Just like, yeah, okay, that sounds cool. Yeah, those like, easy suck going. to travel with. Like yeah, yeah, you gotta go with easy going people. Like like yeah, because. Some sometimes you know you could go travel with somebody and I picked my travel partners well but yeah. but like you know they turn out like to just you, you always hear about people like you know the person stresses out every time there's something right or they have like a gear they want to be so planned like <laughs> yeah they want they have this plan and they, they look at the map too much and like and then if anything like doesn't goes off what people that plan over plan things suck like it's because life's not really how you like how you plan it's how you react really right. like and you know don't be an idiot but it's like a little bit of both yeah you it, should be prepared for anything you know right that you know that's why we're walking around with weapons and stuff you know? <laughs> but but at the same time you know like you know that, that's just you know we're prepared but but you know don't like think that anything's <laughs> opening of a knife yeah you shouldn't yeah. think everything's gonna go as you think because there's too many forces in the world there's too many things you gotta have especially if you're doing like a long trip like a yeah. place you've never been before then you definitely gotta i feel like planning's more for places okay we've been here a bunch let's yeah. plan some stuff to do that we haven't done but oh, it's yeah. so much that's the thing i always struggle with it's not struggle is the wrong word, but it's more like the most great struggle, the best struggle of all time. But going, trying to do go places again you've already been, yeah, and still sort of have an experience that's like you take something away from it, other than just. I, I, I always think about this because I'm about to go on this backpacking trip, and uh, we've just done this a bunch of times, like four or five times. The same the place, same place, same same ish place, like Yosemite, which is fucking gigantic so it's yeah. not like you're really uh there's tons of stuff up there but the uh we're trying to i mean i just kept posing we should go someplace else my friend's like oh we'll, we'll there's still a lot to do here there's so many there's places, so much stuff though. to do yeah. there is it's huge but there are mm-hmm. like there's so many wilderness areas that yeah. like nobody goes to and and that that like you you can like that are just as good like and yeah and and uh well, we're going there because he he like works out there, so it's like his home turf. Yeah, and he's going a different trail. Yeah, like, it's a weird thing though because it's definitely last year was a fucking. I mean, we talked about it. I told you about yeah. this trip where I was just did like eleven miles and like some I don't know how many thousand feet vertical in the same yeah. in one day. And it was just this thing where I felt super blasted, like I was at my limits physically but it felt so good in a way mm-hmm. like we were really high up like walking through these fields of lupin it smells kind of like has this weird smell it smells almost like brand new shoes yeah like these these little lupin flowers wow. oh man it made me think how these weird memories it was almost like i was having like a psychedelic experience but it wasn't it was fully clear it just was like my brain was 
I was just having, uh, I was so exhausted. It was like having a runner's high, but in a in a really calm way, like a calm runner's high. Have you ever camped out, like, in at nighttime, like, been in your tent and heard, like, scary noises? Like, have you ever had a, a horrifying camping experience? I've never had a horrifying camping experience, no. Or where, where it was scary? Like, it seemed like there's someone outside? I mean, that's the thing is we, when something. we, when we go camping now, when we go backpacking, we don't bring a tent. Yeah. And in the summer, you don't have to really because there's hardly any rain. I mean, if you do, you just have a fucking tarp yeah. and you roll up on the tarp. But there's something about not camping in a tent that makes me feel more secure after. I mean, the first time I did it, I was like, are you serious? Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, just it's fine. No, don't worry about it. It's not going to rain. Nothing's going to happen to you. I was like, okay. And I slept out. I was like, I slept. I didn't sleep. The first time I ever did it, I barely slept. Mm-hmm. But then eventually I would sleep. And it's this thing where. Just get used to it. I feel like something about the tent that means it's like this thing you're having to sort of like protect an area, and also it's like a tent. It's almost like a drum, <laughs> like sounds. Yeah. You hear stuff more, and there's to me the sound of the zipper is so fucking in the middle of the night. It's so loud. Yeah, it's like setting off like a it bunch is. of thousands of little guns. Like, yeah. <laughs> so I like the idea of. Of just unzipping your sleeping bag if you need to get up and go go to the bathroom, which I always have to do, yeah, because it makes me feel I like know. like I'm not disturbing anything. Yeah, and and like like a tent doesn't. I don't think it really protects you from anything. Oh, yeah, like, nothing really. Dangerous. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe from mosquitoes, but yeah, mosquitoes. That's but about like it. yeah, like it's not like a be- like a bear or whatever. You know, it's that you know tent's not going to do any good. No, but I I've I've camped out in Yosemite before, like when I was like. Like, 13, I think I was, and my dad, like, hung, he, we were backpacking, and he hung the food up sloppily, and, Uh-oh. and I was sleeping outside the tent, and, um, like, not far from it, and I woke up in the morning, and the food was gone, the bear took it, like, oh, shit. And, and, like, the bear, but he didn't mess with me at all, like, yeah. I, you know, he just, want, he just went and got the food. How far are we from the food, do you remember, do you remember how Not far? far at all, like, like. <laughs> Ten feet? Yeah. Shit. Like, you know, he, he hung it up, he anchored it wrong, like. I learned a lot from that experience. Yeah, but but like, there's so many fucking bears up there. Like, yeah, I've never seen one out in the backcountry. You, you, yeah, I, I, I haven't either. Mm-hmm. I've seen one like just on the road. Yeah, you always see them because they're they either in the backcountry, they hear you and they're scared, so they go. They you don't get a chance to see them unless you're mm-hmm. lucky, and or you see them where they're hanging out, waiting for a fucking donation of <laughs> a yeah. Snickers bar or some shit. <laughs> Snickers. Yeah, got, yeah, they totally the Snickers Snickers bears. I, I love them though. Like oh, they're great. I've been bit by a bear. Like really? Yep. Where? In my butt. I, on my butt. I think I knew that. I was about to say your it was ass. Like, it was like oh yeah, he told me about this. It wasn't like it wasn't like it was trying a warning to kill me. bite. It was like a hey. It was just it wasn't know what I was. I guess, I guess it smelt me and like <laughs> but like like it was it, it it freaked me out. But I st- I didn't like panic. So then when it let go, I I like you know ran away. Right. And uh, um but like. I had a big, my butt was like indented, like a, it was in a vice. Oh. It, it, that, that was what it looked like. And I was shocked by the power of the bear. Like, because yeah. I've been bit by a lot of animals and, and like, in, in, um, just, or felt, you know, felt their, their, you know, their presence. Yeah. <laughs> and, and like the, 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 uh, the bear just was different than all of them. Like, different than the big cats and everything. You yeah. Know? Like, it just had this weird power. Like, they just, they're fucking powerful as shit. Yeah. They're almost like, I think they're so much like humans in a way. You look at a bear and it's this animal. Like, I guess I was reading something that most bears are like 90% vegetarian or something like that. 
I mean, they're omnivores. Like, so right. basically, you know, they'll eat whatever. Bear's hungry, he'll eat. Right. But, but they, I guess they eat mostly pine nuts, they're probably, saying. Yeah, nuts, like berries. In California, they eat tons of in fucking California, pine nuts. In California, they like those manzanita berries. Okay, I've never had those. They, you'll see them when you're, people? like, on the way to Yosemite. Right. Those, on those crazy manzanita trees. In a, but, like, if you see bear poop, you'll see them. In, like, yeah, you see them in there, right? Yeah. And, and like... um. But yeah, they just they can smell like in they can smell in the ground. So if you like buried your food, you know they'd figure that out. So what what I'd do is like <laughs> not like this is a camping show or something, but like this can be a camping show. It's hang, a camping show right now. Welcome to camping show. Hang the hang the food high, you know, like right. like out of like where the breeze is gonna like bring the smell. That's one of the things my dad did wrong back in the day. Like, and and um and also like don't anchor it to the ground. Like, so my dad did two things wrong, I guess. <laughs> well, on that fateful day. It was, I mean, it was, you know. The, the Long t- ago. My, I mean, my dad didn't give a fuck. I mean, it was no big deal at the time at right. all. It wasn't like, oh, you know. We just put him in a fucking bear can. That's all we do. That's rad. This was before bear cans. Bear cans. Those like, bear cans are cool. They're crazy how they're they cool. work. They are rad. But, yeah. I mean, yeah, like, backpacking, you know, especially then, like, you only have so much room for shit. Right. Now everything's so high tech and so light. Yeah, it's it's kind of like my friend who, um, he's like the expert, the guy we go with. He has like he definitely has certain grievances towards the new REI mm-hmm. lifestyle. Yeah, because everything's so light, it allows. What he says is it allows people who wouldn't normally be able to get places to get the places that they would normally yeah. get to. And so you have like these people who are kind of idiots bopping around with their trek poles. And oh, they're yeah, God. they're just sort of they're sort of uh f- they're sort of messing up the scene. Kind yeah, of there's so there's some lame people yeah. that, that go out into the wilderness like that. Like I, last time, I think I went on a backpacking trip. Some we are can't we? There was just some you know asshole that I, he was just I think he was he wasn't wasn't even staying the night, but he was he was hiking like and he tried to to like give me a hard time about putting out a fire or something, and then he harassed. The other people I was with about where they were setting up their camp because it was by like a pond where, where he thought people would want to go to, and, and he was just being a dick. You people know, people want to go to like other people that <laughs> if they were camping in the area because it was like in this kind of, jeez, it was this area where there's like these different like kind of waterfalls that go into ponds in yeah. this small area. So basically, like they were hogging the pond, like and he was a dickhead. Like and I realized he's just being territorial. Like that's his fucking hiking spot. You uh, know, yeah, it was in Ventura County too. Okay. Which, you know, Ventura. Can be shitty. I mean, this like you know, Ventura like surfers with surf. I I mean, I surf over there a lot, and I'm, I'm from the 805. But like Ventura's 805. Yeah, and but people are very territorial. Like in in um, it's ridiculous. Like, <laughs> but you know, when I when I was on that same backpack trip back when I was a kid, like me and my friend um, my Cassack were were like hiking around the lake in in um. We we were eating like an apple or something, and one of us threw the apple into the lake, and like some hippies that were like behind a bush, like hey, jumped man. out. And, they jumped out of nowhere, like this hippie couple, and, and like they're like, "Hey, what are you guys doing?" They're like, "You throw, you know how they're so passive aggressive sometimes, and like they're like, you throw a, a coke can into the lake, like and we're like, no, like and and like we knew what they were talking about, but it wasn't a coke can, but we didn't say it was an apple, like we just said no, you know, and and um like." 
Then, like, we went and hiked, like, off, like, around the other side of the lake, and we look, and we see the hippie wading. And it was high altitude, you know, like, way up there. So, cold like, it was shit. cold water. Yeah, and we, the hippie's wading, like, into the lake to, like, get the Coke can to pick up the litter. Oh, because it was red. He was, was a dickhead, too, like, in, in a, in a, it was a hippie guy and then his ugly hippie girlfriend in, <laughs> in a fucking, they looked the same, too. Um, but he and, got that apple core. Yeah, yeah. No, so he goes. We see him wade out into the lake, like pretty far, because we threw it far, and and um, and then he pick, you know, he picks it up, like, and or he grabs it. I can't even remember if he could stand. He was probably floating around, and, uh, and you know, realizes it's an apple core and just leaves it there. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was so fucking. Funny. Those lakes are cold as shit. They're though. cold as shit. They're so cold now. When I take a shower. I like to have the last thirty seconds of the shower be ice cold. Yeah, but it's never it's never cold. And and like it's never the, as cold as that. No way. And the lakes like in the valley are they're not warm or anything, right? Yeah. Like, well, they're like a little bit warmer, right? But, I mean, they're not warm comp- like like by normal standards, but right. like up in the the high country, they're freezing. They're fucking, huh? like, it's ice. It's like they're just one degree from ice. Yeah, and that foolish hip, that fucking asshole hippie. <laughs> Like he'll never forget it. What if you saw him tomorrow? Would you recognize him? No. If I saw him tomorrow, I'd kill him. <laughs> <laughs> give him a chop. I'd give him a chop. I can't. I. I. I would. I would. I would tear his. I. I wouldn't use weapons. I'd use my hands. I'd. I'd put my fingers in his mouth and I'd. I'd rip his mouth open and then I'd tear him down the middle. Like damn. You think you could do that? Yeah. Do a full rip. <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty sure I could. Like the way Conan like would do a like a snake. Yeah, okay. This is the jaw. You grab the jaw and you. Yeah. Go, <laughs> yeah. I think uh, Kong tried to do that, but it didn't really work. King Kong. Yeah, the new Kong movie. He attempted that with sort of a, a serpentine beast, but it didn't quite pan out for him. Really? Yeah. What happened? Well, he fought this serpentine beast, but it he, didn't uh, eat him. It, he 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 won. Kong won. Oh wow! But he tried to do the the classic mouth opening thing. But you, you thought he right when he thought he had it, he didn't do <laughs> no it. No way. He was so close to Kong in that I serpentine. I want to see it now. It's a pretty fun movie. What um what what is your least what actors do you hate? What actors do I hate? Like your like not like God. personally, but like when you see them in a movie. Like I'm trying to think. I feel like it's hard for me to say that. But for one, for professional reasons. Yeah. And for two. I really don't know. I think the people I hate are people I just am more um, tired of seeing, not so much dislike. I'm like, oh, here he is. You know, I don't like, I don't like seeing Tom Hiddleston. I'm done with Tom. Who's that? He's the guy. He was in Kong, and he's not a bad actor. I just, I've seen that face enough, man. What's he like? He's a British guy. He's a debonair. I think he was dating or is dating or has some sort of, some sort of uh, allegiance with Taylor Swift. Oh, he's a guy. He's like a. He looks <clears throat> actually the guy who's the DP on Boogie Mountain uh, shot that movie that show called The Night Manager. I think he was the night manager. Maybe. Oh, really? He's like a he's, you'd recognize if you saw. Yeah. Him. But he played he played Hank Williams on a uh, an American movie about Hank Williams. Wow. And and just like you should have said no, man. You're British. You have no business playing Hank Williams. Yeah, fucking. You yeah, can't. That's even worse than a fucking Yankee. Go man. back to go back to your country. Yeah. So I like, guess it's more it's mostly British actors and Australian actors. I'm like, go home. Yeah, go home. Australia's beautiful. Go go there. Or 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 <laughs> like um Go home. Did you like um Joaquin Phoenix playing Johnny Cash? I don't I I barely saw that movie. I I don't I I I, I don't I think it was a bad casting. Not yeah. I don't have a problem with Joaquin Phoenix. I don't even know the fella, but like Yeah. 
But but yeah, I, I, I it was bullshit casting him. Like, I gotta see it. But it's total bullshit. People like, disagree. It wasn't that he did a bad job. <laughs> yeah, either. it wasn't his. He's fault. He's good. They just he wasn't the right man for the job. Like, who do you think would be the right man? I, I, uh, an unknown. An unknown. Uh, yeah, I always love that. I always love an unknown because I get so tired of seeing. Oh, it's the same fucking face again. Here's the same yeah, fucking face doing the same thing. You, you oh, just great, knew they cool. wanted to have someone that had name recognition. Name recognition or face recognition. They could have. They could have introduced a new star though. They could have. Like. If they had any balls. And the movie probably would have fucking been better for it. But I think James Garner played Hank Williams in a movie from the 60s. Really? He was different. Much better. But you wouldn't think James Garner would be good. It'd be a hard role to play. Yeah. He sang. He sang a bunch in the movie. Wow. But so did Tom. And Tom, it's just... I think I've talked about this before. I, it really gets my goat that Tom Hilston played Hank Williams because I feel like he, you're not allowed, you shouldn't be allowed. Yeah. You know, a guy that we worked with recently, you and I, right? um, was really like... Um, bummed that that when Joaquin Phoenix was cast as Johnny Cash, really, this is this is a, the old a, news a, though. He didn't like the. I know it is old news, but uh, it's. Oh, I know like, who you're talking about. He didn't like a Yankee being being cast as Johnny Cash. Oh, he's a Yankee, is he? He's, I don't know, but he, I guess Joaquin Phoenix is a Yankee. If he's not, if you don't know him to be otherwise, he probably is. Yeah, they're probably from New York or something. Oh, a Yankee, yeah, like. I mean, yeah, because you're talking about a guy from the South. We know. I don't think that. Yeah, it was yeah. a Southerner saying it. Southerner. I mean, he was right, but like, that's true, I suppose. Because there's something about the country that if you are a that's the same same way I feel about Hank Williams. It's like that's a guy who was from there, and you can't just you can't just pretend. Yeah, to you be can. um to be like you can't get your culture out. Yeah, you don't know the culture. Yeah, and it's very specific. Yeah, and and you know. It just it it shows sometimes some people are amazing, but yeah. like freaks. But you right. could you could pull it off. You could play Hank Williams. I would love for to play. Sure. I have to lose some weight and really get into drugs. You're not you're not the fattest guy in the world though, Johnny. Yeah, but you know I've got something. I'm I've got something that I could probably last on naked afraid maybe 14 days because I've got the I've got a little something I call my famine pouch. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Front, you know. Distort. Yeah. Pa- party pouch. Oh my God! I watched Naked and Afraid last night. <laughs> In a, it was, it was like the one. It was a new one. It was like where they dropped the people off in the ocean. Have you seen that one? No, are you fucking kidding? In the ocean. And they were rad. And the something about that that just scares the goddamn shit out of me. That idea. It was probably one of the radder episodes. Holy shit! I gotta catch up. You know, like the chick was awesome though. Like, you know, sometimes there's like like the guy will be like sexist on some naked yeah. afraids and like, and the chick will like be really outgoing and like start getting like food and, and just. Mm-hmm. Doing everything and like the guy, it's always like the guy that's like, I'm a hunter and you know, like, yeah, Mr. and then Tough it's like, guy. he pulls up, like, he can't hunt for shit without a fucking gun. And, and then like, they get butt hurt every time the girl like brings back food. Right. And, but this, this guy ended up being all right. He was a little bit of a, like, a bad partner. Like, he was like a Navy SEAL, former Navy SEAL guy. And, hmm. But the chick was just bringing back, she brought back lobsters and but, like. But they're in the, they're so in they the drop water. off in the ocean, they have like a, a life raft and they, they get to an island and then they survive okay. on the island. And Island's then different. they have to, but they're in the ocean like far from it. Okay. And, and, um, and it could have been like diff- a few different islands that they landed on. And, yeah. and then they, to get back, they had to go back to the ocean and they foolish. I think it was the guy's fault. They they 
He wanted to like go through the some mangrove thing, and it punctured the raft, so they had to swim oh, a long ways. Jesus! And there were sharks, and there was lots of sharks and stuff there. I gotta catch up on this. Yeah, it was rad. Would you ever do like a naked and afraid celebrity edition? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I do it. You know what I, I think? Like when I when I spent a lot of time in in the wild, you know, and yeah. I think a, a big part of it to me is like not needing to have to take a shower every night. You know, like if you're comfortable right. being dirty, like. Like, yeah, a lot of it is, because a lot of people, like, don't, like, can't handle it, like, being, like, just dirty. But I think, I think the hardest thing is to be, like, alone. Like. Oh, yeah. And, like, that would be harder. But, like, if you have a partner, like, like, I think, I think it's a lot better. And then, and also, I think, um, um, I would research everything about the plants like there was a lady on this other episode last night that was like i'm a vegetarian and they were in thailand but she knew nothing about like the local like if if you're Vegetables. a vegetarian you got to forage so like yeah like i would learn everything about like every plant that was there that i could eat like because i i mean i have those for california like mm-hmm. and so this idiot like you know ended up having you know finally she bare her partner <laughs> was really rad and he pulled her through it basically like you find those cashews he he got her to eat some lizards and stuff, yeah. like and just lizards are basically vegetables. Yeah, you know, like yeah, lizards are. If you're eating a lizard, you need to eat that lizard. Just swallow it. Yeah, it's a lizard. Totally, and like yeah, just Oof. just get the tail, swallow it down. You know, your stomach acids will do the rest. <laughs> <laughs> the best was the episode where those people ate that. Um, it was some kind of a muskrat. That had skunked it. They punctured the the uh, oh, the God. stink bladder. Yeah, and they got so fucking sick. So sick. They got like fucking wicked sick. It was the yeah. kind of thing where I usually don't get the uh, the feelings of sickness from seeing something. Yeah. But I was seeing that. I was just like, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you could just feel the gurgling. To me, the hardest thing, that that thing that would would I would be afraid of getting sick. Like if I got that's what would make me mm-hmm. not be able to finish. Is like, you know, just getting like something or other. Giardia. Yeah, Giardia, whatever. Like, like a guy got some sort of Giardia or something on really? one of them. He was like, there's so many fakes, you know, in the fucking survival scene. Yeah. Huh? Like, like I'm, a, I'm a survivalist, you know, and the dude, they were in, like, fucking Borneo or somewhere, and the guy is, like, you know, goes to, they, they you know, it was warned ahead of time, like, the about the water, you know, and he gets thirsty, you know, fucking drinks it. Sure enough, fucking... He's hauled off on a stretcher, never to be seen again. I feel like it goes both ways too. On the show, they also a lot of times warm people so much with the water, and you look at it like you can drink that. You're in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. If you filter it, you're probably not. If gonna you filter get, it, you're probably gonna be okay. It's when they don't filter yeah. it. You know, how, like it's weird though. Like you know, like Yosemite, for example, is a horrible place to drink like below unfiltered a, water below a certain level. Yeah, yeah. And it's weird though. You wouldn't. Ex- shit. Is that why? Yeah, because there's pack mules that go through there, and the mules, uh, the mule shit gets in the the flowing water. That's what it's and from. It, that's what causes Giardia. I always wondered that about yeah. Yosemite, like. But it, like my friend now is a Giardia carrier because he managed oh, to right. pull through with it. But and if, that's because he drank water. He was he knew he was like, I don't know if I should be drinking this, but I gotta drink some water, and yeah. he did it, and he paid the price. But if you go above ten thousand feet or even eight thousand feet. That water That's is fine. pristine. Yeah. It's like fucking, it's the best water I've ever had in my yeah. entire life. And, there's and, not a goddamn, there's nothing that's in fine. it. It's clean and it's cold. Yeah, so You see cold. all these people with like 
all this purification shit. Yeah. Like, what are you doing, man? You're carrying, you're, you're humping a bunch of water up this yeah. hill when it's right there. This is like pre before it gets to the crystal geyser bottling totally. plant. That's like what they want. They they want to advertise yeah. like, that they have their water from. I think like, um, oh my god, that dude that got Giardi, his name was he went by the name Puma. They're <laughs> <laughs> gonna say he went by the name of Poo Poo. <laughs> Fucking was Poo Poo. He like, um, oh um. Fuck, something you said just remind me of something too. You know what? Like um Mules, Giardia. If you no, no, um, like in I when I was living in Hawaii at one time. Hawaii. Um these girls, like every once in a while in Hawaii, like people get lost in the jungle, you know? People get lost in the jungle in Hawaii. And they're net, you know, it's like usually you know they're dead. Yeah. And these girls from Denmark got lost there and, and they were lost for like a week, and I was like, oh my god, they're they're gone. This Parents was recently. This was like this was no, this was a while back. Right. And um you know, it happens all the time, but like I was like, "Oh my god, those girls are gone!" Like in um, um, then they fucking someone the search party found them and they were alive. And you know how they how they stayed kept from dehydrating? They sucked the fucking moisture out of leaves. Oh, they did! How brilliant is that? Like I thought, but they I was gonna think something. They sucked each other's tits or something. They probably weird. messed around a little bit. <laughs> yeah, we just sucked the water off our bodies or something. We did body shots. <laughs> fucking. It sucks it off the leaves of the condensation. Yeah, like, and you know, that's rad. That's yeah. so smart. Like, because I, I, if you ever been in a situation like, well, I never have a dehydrating situation. That's like, that's the scariest thing there is. is dehydration It is the scariest thing because you're just like, oh, this I can't do anything. It's like the one thing you really need. It's it's number one. The number one thing. Water. Yeah, that's all. Before that's food. why I call this my naked and afraid yeah. pouch or fan pouch because it's like you see those guys who go on the show uh, and they go on, they're kind of fat. But it's yeah. like, you know. You should do that. You yeah. should get a little fat. You like, fatten up. If you got a good water source, you just fucking sleep all day. Totally. Drink water. You feel like shit. You're going to be hurting. You're going to be depressed. You're going to be hallucinating. But if you can hang through the bad shit. You just you just ride yeah. it out. You just maybe get maybe catch a couple crickets and shit. But basically, you can you can yeah. ride it out. I saw one guy on there that was just amazing. He 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 was like, um, I'm not just gonna survive. I'm gonna thrive. And he did. He, oh, I've seen he that was, guy. He was making fucking pancakes, hats of, brass hats. <laughs> like he made a fucking smoker <laughs> so he could smoke his food. He made some stuff to sell to the crew. It was amazing. We went to like, buy this indigenous uh, indigenous artisan. Artisan placement. I just yeah. produced it. He, you know, just spending, you know, keeping busy, you know, and in a, in yeah, he was awesome. He was in the Everglades, and the the chick that he was with was good, but she then she wanted to go after an alligator, and she had some idea like she was she, you know, she learned how to like wrestle alligators probably from some people at an alligator farm, but or a YouTube video, which <laughs> I, I think she had done it with some people, you okay. know, but I mean, like the way you know. We would have on Wild Boys or something, you know, but that doesn't mean that you like that, like while you're trying to survive, like that you go out of your way to like, because in the wild, like they're, they're like, I, I've snorkeled in the fucking swamp quite a bit. And like, <laughs> you see one alligator on the bank, you know, there'll be like 10 for every one that yeah. you see like underwater. There's tons of them. There's like that little nose sticking up. Yeah. And, and but the, a lot of them are just sitting on the bottom, like. Mm -hmm. And like this idiot, like she ended up eating a fucking snail that she shouldn't have, and had to, <laughs> she went home in a stretcher. Eating <laughs> snail, snails are little bacteria monsters. Yeah, they're nasty. There's been a few psychos where like the the crews had to intervene and like 
Oh, yeah. I think I've seen a psycho one. I've seen two psychos. One psycho, like, um, was, like, was in Brazil, like, in the in the sand dune desert or something. And, like, oh. she was found, like, passed out. Yeah, like, I in remember the, that. She was in the sun. She kept laying in the sun. Yeah. She she was an idiot. She, she was a was, fucktard, if I she remember. Had a, she had a problem. That girl had a, some... some that, well, they cast these people. Her tool was a magnifying glass. Her yeah. One, to make the, uh, but they brought her back for the, 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 the like the one where you try to stay for like forty two days. She was such a vector. She was such such good TV. She was such a oh, lunatic. Yeah. She was she abusive her. to her partner like for no yeah, reason. Yeah, she was so mean to that guy. And then they brought her back to try to do the the group one where they try to stay for forty two days, and she you know went crazy after a few days and like threw like their like oh yeah she threw them in the water their their kookaroos or whatever in the fucking waters. So is like if I'm not here then nobody can have them like and like just. Sabot- like, what a fucking piece of shit. Professional reality star. And then they, they had a reunion to, like, watch, to, like, talk about their experience. And she was there, and she had, like, some therapy dog with her. Like, oh, my God. Like, and was acting like, you know, she's doing much better. And she started accusing the, the people of stuff. And then they're like, well, let's watch the footage. Like, and it's like, she's like, because <laughs> like, oh, you were, you were doing this and that. And, like, they were being, they were just trying to help her. Like, right. I'm trying to help you. You somehow managed to skew it in your way. Yeah, that bitch like belongs like like she was wired wrong. But we're, listeners, we're talking to you about a show <laughs> called Naked and Afraid. I believe it's a Discovery Channel. Let's listeners, listeners, we're currently talking about a show called Naked <laughs> and Afraid. It's had multiple seasons. I believe it's on the Discovery Channel, possibly the TLC. The difference <laughs> being doesn't matter. It's a show where they send out a couple, a man and a woman, out into the wilderness, both naked and presumably afraid. <laughs> and they have to survive for approximately 21 days, sometimes 40 days. It's a great watch. It's a fun watch. <laughs> a watch. It's a great group. It's a great watch with a partner, a loved one. Uh, maybe not less so with a mom or a dad, but a friend, a partner. It's a great thing to get high to. It's a great thing to also maybe drink a few beers. While you watch it, take a few beers while you watch it. It's a hey, great one. Um, you're doing a comedy show tonight. I am. Yeah. What's it called? Where is it? At? It's it's <laughs> pizza pizza place. Yeah. Um, this I, isn't this isn't actually live. This okay. is just it's called live to tape. Have you ever been doing a comedy show that like uh, one of the comedians gets like booed by the crowd? No, I've never been seen someone get booed. No, I've seen people kind of groan. I've seen some heckling, but I've never seen a, 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 like a lot of booming, like a collective. What's the worst heckling you've seen? I mean, I don't know. I'm trying to think. Heckling's one of those things where it becomes, when it happens to you, it's the worst. Mm-hmm. So anything that happened to me is always much worse than anything that happened to anyone else because you can feel it. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it was, the worst heckling was probably the show in Vegas. I was doing the show with Neil Hamburger and my friend Doug. Oh, and uh, we were just doing like 15, 20 minute sets. Some guy in the back was with two girls. He was so drunk. Everyone's everyone heckles is always drunk. I mm-hmm. mean, if they're not drunk, I don't know what they would be. If they're almost always, always drunk, and they just don't know how to behave because they're out of the house. And this guy would just kept he just kept responding to everything that was said, like "You suck." No, bad, or just 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 generic shit. Mm-hmm. And he kept doing it. And he did it all the way through my act. And he started doing it for my doing my friend Doug's set. And I 
had him uh, get kicked out, had him, had him, re- had him removed by he the staff. He should have been removed. He was removed. He should have been removed earlier. He should have been, but, well, Britt said she had to leave the room because she was so pissed that she was scared she was going to, like, fucking break a bottle over his head. Yeah. Like, like lose her mind, like, go fucking full Navajo. On him. Yeah. And so she left, and she was telling me about it. I didn't really notice the guy, because a lot of times if a heckler, if they're in the back, I just attribute it to, oh, that's just idle chit-chat. Because yeah. he was like, it was a fucking pussy. I don't like, like it when, actually... they di- when they distract. When they're yeah. sometimes they're just distracting. But yeah. like, you got to like, like security people are just dying for a chance to fucking. Sometimes man- they are. Like yeah, if they're proper security, like in and, this country. Yeah, although I mean, like in some countries they get really wild. You well, know, in but... Canada, it's the opposite. I was just doing shows in Canada last week, mm-hmm. and they can't lay, they can't kick somebody out. Really? It's like, you know, it's Canadian stuff we, where they're so, they're so nice. We got people kicked out in Canada. Well, I don't like, know. But this was in, in You the... guys have probably a different setup than what I was dealing with in this small improv theater. Mm-hmm. It's like very, a, a great improv, a wonderful improv theater. But it's definitely, uh, a, the vibe is very welcoming and... Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. It's good. It's a great thing. Yeah. It just, what happened, there was a guy in the audience. This is not a heckler so much. This guy fell asleep in the front row. No way. And he was like a super... Like frumpy looking, who kind of like Carl Rove's brother or something? Just like this frumpy dude. Not wearing, a good looking fella. Not a good looking fella, goatee, glasses, overweight, falling asleep not in the athlete. front row. Yeah. It's a small theater. It's maybe like maybe 80 people total. Mm. That's packed, 80 people. So it's probably like 60. Wow. And these guys in the front row is asleep. I notice it and I talk to the rest of the audience. I'm like, hey, there's this guy, he's asleep. Let's just keep doing the show and I'll pretend we'll fuck with them and see if we can keep him asleep. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, because you know, when, you, you know yeah. when your dog sleeps, yeah. if you stop talking, the dog wakes yeah. up. So I was like, oh, I just kept doing like, ah, yeah, I was, you know, that on his and ha ha, just like mumbling yeah. jokes to keep him asleep. And at one point I said something kind of loud and everyone laughed really loud and it woke him up. And I was like, hey, man, um, you know, you don't, hey, what's up? You know, we, we've been doing, we've been fucking with you because you were, were falling asleep. Uh, you don't have to be here. You don't, it's okay. I, I, it won't bother me. You can go, seriously. Yeah. Obviously, you're exhausted. And I was like, do you know, do you even know who I am? Are you here to see me or are you just here to see a show? Uh-huh. And he's like, you're a giant person. Oh, so you don't know me. You're just like here because you saw the name name on the flyer or some, just some random shit. I was, I was super nice. I was like, you can go. It's okay. Seriously, because you're, I don't want to, I'm about to launch in this. 15-minute story. It's, like, super personal about my bowels and stuff. Yeah. I don't want to have you falling asleep and distracting from it. So if you guys want to take off, it's okay. Like, I was... And it, was, no, it wasn't uncomfortable. It wasn't weird. Yeah. And then they just wouldn't move. I was really? like, come on, guys. Just go. It's okay. You don't want to be here, obviously. The security wouldn't take care of you? Well, they don't really have security. They have the theater manager. This is an improv crowd. Yeah. Like, my, my crowd is more the wrestling Yeah, crowd. your crowd is like, definitely different, at like, the very least. <laughs> yeah, they're way... Yeah. Rowdier and and well, I got this guy out of there. I got him. Took me took me fifteen minutes. I went backstage and started doing shit like this, like fucking. You have to go. Yeah, it's time. It's time for him to go. This is Jesus Christ saving this, ready for time for you to go back to from whence you came. I just did that because I had this shit set up in the back. Wow. So I did that. I fucked with them for like ten minutes, and I just did all this stuff, and eventually. After like a long exchange, it was pretty interesting. Everyone was, everyone else in the audience was loving it, having a great time, like laughing and all this mm-hmm. stuff. So I was just, I was giving it to him, but I wasn't being, I wasn't tearing him apart. I was yeah. just fucking with him because yeah. he's, oh, you're going to make your, you're going to, just going to stay? Well, you're going to have to stay through this. Man, yeah. My fucking weird, crazy, shitty <laughs> stuff. So I, 
eventually I was I went back on stage as myself after doing this character and I looked at him and I said, I mean, you're not you're not gonna outlast me. Yeah. And he says, Do you re- do you really want me to leave? I'm like, Yeah. That's what I said twenty minutes ago. Nicely. And his wife left a while ago. Wow. And came back in trying to tell him like, hey, we gotta go, we gotta go. You know what I I, yeah. I I one thing that I've found is a good thing. I like I like heck I don't get heckled enough actually. Like but but like sometimes it can be a good like this was a, I, this was a good thing in a way. Some of the guys in my group when we do like group comedy shows, right? It sounds like it was a good thing in a way. Yeah, it was a like blessing. You made something out of it, and that's exciting. Like, yeah. But like some of the guys in my group, for example, like when someone heckles, it throws them off. Like right. And but for me, I I you know I I I guess I just I I visibly show that I'm not bothered by it, and I just kind of like I you know like I just laugh at them like but like. If if they, if it continues, if they bug me enough, bad. I'll just beat them up. But but like, <laughs> <laughs> have you ever beat up a heckler? I've manhandled. Yeah, yeah. Man-handled. I, I, I fucked. Uh, like, I mean, my crowd is like, like you know, sometimes people try to like fuck with us. You know, yeah. and I'm so used to it, so I'm pretty good at it. Like, like, and I, you know, I've, I've, um, yeah, yeah I've manhandled all kinds of people. Like, but <laughs> on on stage in a comedy show, I don't, I haven't. But, yeah. But like, but like, um. Um, I I think a really great thing to do is when you turn the crowd against just turning the crowd against oh, the, someone but, yeah. is amazing because when you feel when someone feels a whole crowd like chanting like like we always like um some of the guys in in my in my group like will like um you know have the crowd chant like na 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 and the whole crowd just imme- they, everyone knows that song and yeah. like it immediately cues the fucking security to like go like grab them and th- and get them fucking, out. Yank him out, and and like they feel so stupid because the whole crowd's singing at them, just turning turning the crowd against people, like the whole like gang mentality thing, like yeah. using that is like fucking amazing. People don't realize too that uh, I mean comedians don't realize it, and hecklers don't realize it. Both a lot of times, especially new comedians, is that most the heckler makes other people really uncomfortable. That's what they sucks. They don't want them to be there. Yeah. And when a heckler leaves, they kicked out, everyone's like, oh, yeah. thank God. We're just people, hey, man, we like you. We're, uh, that guy, uh, we, yeah. we're sitting next to him, but we don't know him. That's I what do sucks. not know him. Yeah, and then you feel bad for the crowd. Like, yeah. That's what I, it sucks. one thing I've done wrong, like, or I've learned, like, sometimes there would be people, like, they're just in the front row and too loud and, like, yeah. really distracting like in in a they're just too drunk or whatever but yeah. but then like you uh, you know you realize like eventually you know like it'll get taken care of by security or something or whatever hopefully but you realize like how unfair that is to the crowd like yeah because you're you're that person is taking all the that person is taking their personal life experience and they're ruining everyone else's yeah. with their shit yeah that's whatever what crap they have is ruining. It's just like it's like a disease. Yeah, almost. that's a problem that that I I would more likely have than mm-hmm. a heckler. Like, and I and and I I I think like from now you know like I'm gonna really like not let that happen ever. Like, because I I've had people come up to me after a show and be like, you know, like maybe like one of the other guys in my group that's performing like will go after me and you know get them kicked out eventually because they're getting drunker and drunker. Yeah, and then you know like because it's hard to to spot it at first because they. They're not a heckler. They're just a loud, obnoxious person, mm-hmm. and like they're they, you know, they're just stoked. So it's a weird situation. It is like, weird. Sometimes the the worst people are the people who are the most excited to be there. Yeah, because they get all liquored up and 
it's most like, people are just are bad at being drunk. Over yeah, they exactly. Shit, like at weddings, at like people yeah. that, that that are drinking that don't normally drink. Oh yeah. my god! I went to a fucking Tom Petty concert the other day. <laughs> 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 it was like a festival thing in in um. There was like all these dads, you know, and oh yeah, and like, blue pill night. Uh, fucking fights left and right. Are you like, serious at a Tom Petty concert? Yep. Fights between like dads, man. like like because people had their blankets like spread out. They the the promoter fucked up. Like they oh. he, he shouldn't have let people have blankets, so they have their area, but there wasn't enough room. Yeah. So it would be like, oh, don't sleep on my blanket, and then people couldn't walk anywhere. It was a disaster. It pissed. Oh, I I'm still mad about. about it. This is the one that the Arroyo. It was in Pasadena. Yeah, the Royal Festival. Yeah, in the, I, yeah, it was like the Stroller Fest, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was. Oh man, fucking blankets and stuff. It was ridiculous. Oh, I stopped being able to go to outdoor festivals a long I hate time festivals. ago. They're just—they're not for anyone over twenty-one. Yeah, they're just not for you, man. No, they're not. They're and like you—you you have to be willing to be filthy, uh, like just sort of share everything with every person who's in your immediate vicinity. Yeah. It's just like a fucking gross-out fest. I didn't like them <laughs> really? when I was below 21. Yeah. Like, I would go to fish concerts back in the day up in Alpine Valley, and even uh, then I'd wear my They Might Be Giants t-shirt just to be like, uh, yeah, to totally. go against the grain. That's rad. That's awesome. <laughs> they were fun, though, but it was also a thing, like, I knew a guy who would travel with them, and like I remember talking to him and just hearing what he said. He sounded like a different person. Oh, yeah. Like, a, you're you just sound like you are in outer space, man. Yep. Yeah, fuck festivals. I, I, I did do a festival one time that me and Steve-O were doing a live show, and, and it was back in the day. And, mm-hmm. and um, someone, the promoter, like, gave, like, gave, had a bunch of eggs. And I guess we were going to do something, like, on stage, like, where... They like, got a bunch of eggs someone here. Someone pelted with eggs, like, thousands. And, like, Jesus Christ. So it was a festival set, so it was shorter. So Steve-O told the crowd, like, they'd already been distributed. He's like... Um, we had to get off stage because um, the show was like shorter than a normal yeah. one set would be. So he's like, next band that comes up, you know, just pelt them with him. Oh, so the Electric no. Six was the next band, and and in um, like they were just fucking hail storming on on the fucking band the whole time, Poor and fucking guys. these guys wear suits and shit, you know. And, oh shit! And I I didn't even I wasn't involved in any of this, but like I guess afterwards, Steve-O comes up to me and 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 he's like, um, I I guess like after the show. Thank God it wasn't Pennywise, because like <laughs> Fletcher, like the big dude, I'm who I'm who I'm friends with. All right. But he's the fucking strongest man I've ever met. And and like if if we would have like if they would have like Pelted thrown Pennywise. eggs at them, oh we would have gotten killed. And <laughs> and uh, but um, like um, so thank God it was the Electric Six, probably the opposite. And so afterwards, I guess Steve-O like was sitting at a table and like in the artist village or whatever right. it is. The dude from the band like threw beer on some beer on him, and it hit like his his um, girlfriend or something. And like Steve-O, we're all you know. Of course, we've been we've had a couple of beers. Yeah. And um, Steve-O comes and t- tells on tells on him to me, and he's like, "That guy threw beer on me and, and her, and, and um, you know, gets me all fired up, you know." And so I had a wrestling singlet in my little backpack of, <laughs> of costumes. I put my singlet on, and I went up to them, and I, you know, I was like. I, I I was like I'll fight all six of you and and um so they, they some security like put them into like um protective custody their trailer like <laughs> their trailer or whatever yeah and so then the guy like opened up the blinds and one of the guys from the band and he was like you know like I was not in the right by any means anyway, right but like he he opens up the blinds foolishly and like taunts me so I punch him through oh, I shit. punch through the glass like 
totally cut my hand up. You know, it looked badass though, and like they threw us right out. Like, damn. And but um, yeah, I, I yeah, doing that, it was like. I still have scars from it. <laughs> Physical scars? Yeah. On your hand? Yeah. From punching that electric six window. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you should be that electric six fella. Sh- I mean, where is where is the electric six now? I don't know who that band is. See? There you go. <laughs> I got no idea. You brought that uh, that uke in the corner. You brought that. What's that thing in the it's corner? A, it's a ukulele. Can you bust it? You want to bust it out? I, I don't know if it's in tune, but... Well, I, we, I, just, we, I just want to hear it since we, you brought it. I want to hear it and hear the story. You said, I think you had a story about it. You um, some, a little, a little, that story, actually, um, it'll take us back to a, a conversation back then. In, in, in a, I, think, I think we'll save that story for another time. Okay. But it's... <laughs> wait, let's see if What's it's the story tune. about the uke? No, it's about when I, when I took up the uke. Okay. Um, Is it a pri- it's a private story. I... I guess it's in tune enough. Sounds pretty good. Um, what? Um, well, when we were in Africa, they had some ukulele for me to play because there was some scene. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. That that you know featured. You know, I, I guess I was playing the ukulele and mm-hmm. that, and uh, I was I started playing a two love cruise song. Okay. I don't know what the chords were. There's a lot there. of things I wasn't aware about that happened in that movie just because it was so chaotic at times. I gotta remember this. You you talk. Talk amongst yourself. Okay, I'm gonna talk second. amongst myself. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Live to Tape on Feral Audio with Johnny Pemberton. My guest is Chris Pontius of uh, the, of the Wild Boys, Jackass, and soon to be Boogie Mountain. No, it's not Boogie Mountain, is it? Yeah. Well, no, I just I, I keep saying that by reflex. I think it's gonna be Action Park or Action Point, something like that, right? You're listening to Feral Audio. Hmm? Live to tape podcast at gmail.com. Live to tape podcast at gmail.com. Visit our Amazon portal at fail.com. Talk about what? I, oh, oh, so, um, hey. I can hear you. Is this edited or is this edited? No, I don't edit it. Oh, oh, so, anyway, I talked to someone at Paramount. Uh, right. And, you know, we can't talk about, like, the plot too much about the movie. Oh, yeah, I've been t- we don't so talk we, about the plot at all. We can talk about, like, you know... We can talk about the movie. We can. Yeah, I wasn't sure yet how what we can talk about. I asked because I was supposed to do a podcast, a different thing recently. And, and I think so I wanted to find out. Right. So, you know, we can talk about, like, you know, stunts and... and how yeah, fun you know, it was. Stuff. You know, you yeah. Welcome, Chris Pontius. Yeah, we... Uh, so the movie... I think it's going to be called Action Point. I think action it's point. Action Point. It I haven't heard maybe they, they might get Action Park approved. That'd be rad. But that would involve a lot of changes. Ladies and gentlemen, Action Park was a place called Action Park in the 70s and 80s that existed in New Jersey. It was like a a water park slash other sort of summertime fair kind of thing. And our movie is... Yeah, the worst safety record of any... Yeah, worst... I think six deaths, right? Six total deaths. Yeah, and lots of injuries. Injuries are probably uncounted and off the charts, the injuries. Yeah. uh, yeah, it was just this crazy place where kids could go and get wasted, and, and the and, staff you know, was wasted too. The staff's wasted, no rules, and uh, it was just you know like it was like the old like back then you know like safety didn't come first so much, and the, people weren't worried about lawsuits yeah. and in a you know it's a different time. It was a different time, and and it was a more reckless time, and, and um 
a more fun time, possibly. Yeah, way more fun. You know, it was, you know, they didn't have, like, you know, I like the internet, but, you know, they didn't have the internet to, <laughs> to entertain us, you know? Yeah, there was no internet. You had to make your own internet in this form of a, a loop-de-loop water slide that literally goes 360 degrees loop-de-loop. And it, the, I mean, the thing just looks obviously deadly. It's gnar. It's pure gnar. And, and That's so the movie. Me and, uh, me and Johnny met um, may, um, working on this movie. Yeah. And, um, you know, it was, a, it was a great adventure. It was a very ambitious project. And it was. I think it's going to be a great movie, though. It's going to be uh, very interesting just to see. There's so much stuff that I haven't seen that I can't wait to see just because just of how it looks. Yeah. It's going to look like madness. Yeah. Because... Uh, Director Tim Kirkby was telling me how there, you guys we shot the whole thing in this super wide, I think a cinemascope, which is yep. essentially what Lawrence of Arabia was it's shot. It's like in. the way old movies were. Yeah, really wide, like like kind of, kind of wide. They used to advertise movies based upon that. Shot in shot in cinemascope pan panavision cinemascope. Really? Yeah, there's some there's a bunch of old movies. There's one I saw a trailer for an old movie the other day. It was on. It was either on TL. Uh, what's it called? TCM or something like that. They were showing this movie. It was an old cowboy movie. And what they did is they used three cameras, but they they had them situated in a way almost like a fan. So you have these shots that are just incredibly wide, and they're distorted because of it. But they look really cool. I think it was really expensive and hard to do. But there was definitely a bunch of movies shot that way. Wow. This ours is ours is kind of similar to that, I suppose, because. Cinemascope is, I think I'm getting this right. I think it's Cinemascope, which is wide as shit. It's not widescreen. It's not letterbox. It's wider. It's Have like, you seen any footage yet? I've seen some stuff, but only just dailies. Like, so I haven't really seen anything. Have it's, you been? Have you seen since we've been back in America? No. Have you? No. I uh, want to talk to Tim. Have you talked to him? I talked to Tim a little bit. Tim, direct the director Tim Kirkby, uh, British guy, super talented, uh, interesting, eccentric, long-haired dude, tall. He uh, he did a show called Look Around You. That's how I know him initially. It was that show with Robert. I, uh, I can't remember any names right now, but it's a great show. It's like a BBC show made making fun of old science instructional videos. But he was the director. I talked to Tim a little bit about it. He said he said that uh, he's he's in love with it. He has he really likes everything a lot and finds it to be. He's really happy with it, and Knoxville is really happy with it too. So it's always a lot of good things. This was a this was a few weeks ago, I think. Maybe maybe more, maybe a month ago. So like around the time of your of your crawfish yeah, along, boil. Yeah, around the time we did some some dipping. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's good. Uh, all signs point to yes. <laughs> so maybe we'll, be cool. What, what we should do is do another podcast back to promote the film back. Maybe in a, when it comes out in uh, it's supposed to come out in March, right? Yeah, March twenty third. March twenty third. Wow. Yeah. Um, do you think you'll be up for an award? Yeah, definitely. Have, what award would it be? <laughs> I don't know. I do you mean, think I'd be up for an award? Yeah, fuck yeah. What that, award do you think? Well, you know, the award, it, it all depends on if the award people like you or not, which okay. is a, you know, like... That's a thing. Yeah. That crowd generally is never really, like, favored my my crowd. Like, but, um, you know, um, I think I think you're probably definitely up for an award, okay. yeah. Best actor? <laughs> Best. What are the, what are the categories? Like well, best actor. Best, I think I would probably be best supporting if yeah, you'd I was be best up for supporting. something. But I don't. I think the the academy has a, a pretty um good record of not recognizing 
comedies and action comedies especially. Yeah, oh, yeah, huh? They, sometimes they give out for a comedy, but it's always got to be a comedy that's got some sort of... Uh, either they're giving it to a person who's done 10 other movies they should have been made and gotten an award for. Oh, yeah. Which, so you, that exactly. Yeah. Default, like... It's usually you get it for the thing you did five years ago. Yeah, like Russell Crowe got an award for Gladiator, but it was really for The Insider. Right, because there's like a backup. They're backed up, and they'll never catch up. Yeah. And everything changes all the time, so they have to, oh, we have to give it to this person because of this reason. So and I feel gla- like those, those totally. awards don't exist. And I don't, I legitimately have no expectation of them whatsoever. One, one time None. me and a... Um, some of the guys I work with were up for an award. It was like best comedy duo or, or team or right, and and it was um, it was like MTV Awards back when that was taken. You know, like back when that was a you know that when thing. when it was yeah when it was a thing and and um, but I was so sure we'd want we we'd won it. Like I was like me and I was standing by Steve. I'm like let's just start walking to the stage. You know, oh man, and we got beat out by fucking Gollum and like the Hobbits. Like what? Like for Lord of the Rings, and I was like, and we got what? beat up by an animated fucking. Oh, so like, but that's not that wasn't a comedy duo. Or yeah, it was like no, not, oh, sorry, um, on-screen team. Oh, but like I mean, it was ridiculous. It was a fucking cartoon beat us. Well, maybe but you I... know what? <laughs> they did do it. The cartoon was better. <laughs> they, were, they were pretty good. Are you ready for a bad questions round? Here we go. Yeah, I'm ready. Ready? Here we go. Okay, I'm about to hit up. This is our music. This is the um, impromptu. Dear listeners who have sent me. Instrumental songs, I thank you. I'm reviewing them. I haven't had time to get to, get to all of them yet, but they will appear on the podcast at some point. This is one of them sent in. This is the question song. Duh. It's time to play. It's time to play. Bad questions with Chris Pontius. I'm ready. Okay. How many non-humans have touched your penis? Um... Most of these are listener questions, by the way. I'd say like four. Four, okay. Uh, how do wild boys change your perception of... This is too long. Someone says, how many times have you been asked... Here, I'm going to ask you a question about this question. How many times have you been asked, what is the scariest experience you have? Wild <laughs> boys taught me to live in the present. Got it. <laughs> St- um, someone says, oh, this is, this, I should have vetted these questions a little thicker. Uh, what's up with figs? Um... I don't know. They taste good in cookies. Awesome. Worst diarrhea experience? Um, it's a long story. Really? Yeah. How long? I mean, not that long a story. I just when you know when you have to go diarrhea and you can't find a place to go. Yeah. I had to I had to climb over like a big fence into a construction site where I saw like an outhouse because it was like in a, a residential neighborhood. Uh-huh. And so I climbed over the fence. I when I landed, some poop came out and I I pooped <laughs> all over inside of the outhouse and like then like. I'd poop on my leg and everything, and um, then, thank God the beach was nearby, and, and I like, I wrapped something around myself so you couldn't really see the, the poop, poop that was stained. That I wasn't able. To, it wasn't stained. It was poop. Like it was straight up poop. Like when a baby like overflows his diaper. Yeah. I was able to jump in the ocean like before long, but it sucked. That sounds great. Glazed or old fashioned? Old fashioned glazed. Ooh. Ooh. How do you like your Brussels sprouts? Wait, I take that back. Just glazed. Yeah, me too. Okay, um, that's a correct, Brussels correct answer. Yeah. How do you like them? Do you like them? Yeah, when they're not, you know, Brussels sprouts are actually good. Like yeah. when, when they're not like in those frozen, you know, like when yeah. if you just get good ones. Oh, I don't know what's the ways to have them. Like, 
What do you mean, how do I like him? There's no, there you go, you answered it. There you go. What do you mean, how do I like him? That's that's the best answer. This is a good question. I actually like this one. Would you rather stick a cucumber up your butt until it was pickled or eat a pickle out of someone's butt? Until it was pickled. That's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah I think that's kind of ridiculous. But let, let's just say that takes a week. Let's just let's just say that. Oh, I'd eat the pickle. Okay, like, got it. You do an ass pickle. Let's get it over with. What's the most painful place in your body you've got a splinter? Um, I don't know. You got a lot of splinters? Probably not. I don't really mind splinters. I, I've had like... You know, generally the most painful thing to get anywhere is like on your fucking balls or your or your wiener. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, maybe forehead. Or like, your no, eye. Doesn't have a eye. I got a splinter in my eye once. That sucked. That splinter from what? A tree. How? It fell into it. It wasn't. It was like a splinter fell into the eye in the. In it, I was a kid. I had to go to the doctor and shit. Damn, those are a real deal. That sucks. Uh, this is a question from last week, but I'm bringing it up to now because I forgot about it. If you were a long-haul trucker, what would you have painted on the side of your rig or the side of your trailer? Actually on the side, like a big thing. you got a lot of space. That's kind of a good question. It is. It's good, isn't it? Um, what would it be? Oh, God. I don't know. Fuck. What would you do? I think I would have mine say piss. Piss? Yeah, just piss. <laughs> Say, maybe mine piss. would say diarrhea mobile or something. Diarrhea mobile? Yeah, that would always that would get a lot of like weird attention. Okay. This is a longer question. I don't know the backstory of this, but someone says, when you guys have when you guys visited the Agori tribe, what weird shit went down that wasn't allowed to be shown? They showed a lot I mean, you know what wasn't know what really shown about. was the the rash that I got after right when we <laughs> met these dudes, like Where you was know, this, they're like, by the way? Where this is was that? in India. These guys okay. it's this tribe that like they're, you know, like in India, there's always like cults that like, you know, they're into one thing or another to get yeah. closer to God. And, and um, these guys like, you know, they, they've got the dreadlocks and everything and they just do everything that's like considered bad in society. Oh, right. These guys, they paint themselves with like black with charcoal, right? Yeah. And they, they like live at the burial grounds. They yeah. like eat human eat flesh. Yeah. Eat flesh. Eat, just, yeah. Drink piss, uh -huh. you know, drink whiskey out of skulls, uh, do whatever's right. bad, you know? And so... When, when, uh, right when we started, like, um, they're like, everyone naked. And so the guy's name was Black Boom Boom Baba. And, uh, his, his, like, like the, the other one was, we just called him Buckwheat because of his hair, but, um, and he was like sidekick, which later, like, he tried to get, get more attention. And Black Boom Boom Baba got pissed at him and beat him up. But, oh my God. But, like, because he was trying to, he was trying to fly too close to the sun, you know? Yeah. But, like, the camera. Right when we met the, them, like, they're like, everyone naked. So we get naked. And um, we start rubbing ashes that were like human ashes, like right. all over ourselves. And so I'm I'm doing it, and then all of a sudden he's fucking rubbing ashes on my balls, <laughs> like not trying to be a pervert, just trying to help me out to cover like cover your balls myself with the uh, yeah I hadn't gotten there yet. And like a week later, I broke out in this gnarliest rash on my balls, like in a in a where it hurt so bad to walk, you know. And I think it was actually I was in Indonesia by that time and. It was like, like it was like I had to wear a sarong, like and it was so humid. I think it was actually more, so not from the human ashes, but like from swimming around in swamps too much. Yeah, it could, be, it could have been a combination. You'll never know what it I'll was. Never know, but I, I do know like like our driver when we got to Indonesia like was was like, um, which was so nice to be at compared to India because it was so relaxed comparatively. And right. but our driver was a pervert and he like was looking at my wiener when I was peeing and he's like. 
Um, he, he was, he, he, liked was it? he was stoked on it. Yeah, he was stoked on your dad. And he was making comments and stuff. Oh and, my gosh. And um, but then the rash broke out, and then he had he lost all interest <laughs> in it. Like post rash, no, has nothing to do with that dick. That rash saved me a lot of harassment, sexual harassment. 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 That's interesting. You got saved but, by a rash. But my coworkers like didn't want to sit by me in the car. And oh, because I thought it was contagious. One of them, yeah. One of them was kind of being paranoid. Who was that, Steve? No, it was Cordell, the sound oh. man. Who's like, <laughs> wouldn't look like the paranoid one. Yeah. But they never was. are. <laughs> they never are. <laughs> but that, yeah. was awesome. that was questions. We have we have like so much stuff we can talk about, but it's one of those things where I feel like we're not going to get to everything this time. We have to like adjourn, you know what I mean? Like we do it again yeah. some other time. Yeah, we'll do it again. Yeah. Um, you got to get to your Everybody show, by the way. Everybody loves craft beer. Everybody loves craft beer. Welcome, Chris Pomius. Chris. 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 Do you, want, do you have a song you can play on the ukulele or just, is there anything you want to, is there anything like special you'd like to deliver with the ukulele before we call an adjournment on this? No, I want to save it for next time. Okay, save it for next time. I'm going to play this song right now just as a, as a sort of thing. Uh, there's a song that, uh, you remember, you know this song, right? Oh, yeah. So this is, uh, I have to tell the story. The first day we were shooting, the very single first day, it was out in the hot, hot-ass sun. We're wearing all these clothes that are super polyester and itchy, multiple layers. And I, you know, I'm exhausted because I'm still out of my LMX. I just got to this foreign country that's super far away. And no, don't know anybody. And I turn around, and I hear this guy singing this song. Which is like my favorite Guided by Voices song. And it was you just singing it out of nowhere. Without even <laughs> thinking about it, I just start singing along to you. I'm looking at you and I'm like, we're both, both singing the same song. <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on here? It's like some sort of weird time portal just opened up. It's so weird. Like of all the songs that I know the lyrics to, it's pretty and obscure. not very many. And this is, this is like a deep track from Guided by Voices. Buzzards and Dreadful Cows. Crows. Maybe crows, yeah. It's been mislabeled, <laughs> my mm. thing. Yeah. So it was like such a funny thing. It's such like a cool. I was so stoked that you yeah. knew that. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, this is a song I listened to. I listened to it like thou- not thousands, but a shitload of times. I think Definitely. I saw maybe I saw a crow. Yeah, it was probably. Maybe it. That, I I don't know why. I like that song a lot. It's I a love great it. song. It's a fucking killer song. I couldn't believe you knew that song. Yeah, and it was then super you know it. we immediately bonded. Yeah, it was it it was meant to be. Yeah, it was a good it was a good thing to happen. Uh, Chris. Thank you for having me. Thanks for being here. Um, I hope I hope your your listeners enjoyed me on it. I hope I, you know, did okay. I think you did. I mean, they, you will be judged later on by a panel of non-experts. That's fine. And we'll and they'll decide what, what, to what degree you've performed. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. I hope I hope to be invited back. And, and next time, back. if I am invited back, I will play some two live crew on the ukulele. Yeah, maybe me. we'll do like a, a round table next time. Yeah. That'd be kind of cool, right? A round table? Yeah, and if you're... Oh, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Bye! Awesome. Live to tape. You've been listening to Live to tape with Johnny Pemberton and the Fairlight Network. Make sure you can 
rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. And also shop on Amazon. You get the same price, but it gives us some money. Free Do it. Bye. Ah.